Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in a like, that subscribe, and maybe a cheeky notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Gossick23 and says, Would I be the arsehole if I accepted an offer to work abroad against my husband's wishes? I, female 26, got an offer from my boss to move abroad next year for six months to open a new branch of our agency and be a branch manager. It's a two-hour flight away. It's an incredible offer to get at my age and I worked my ass off for the past two plus years as a project manager slash team leader to get here. Started off as the former role. Organically became the latter one as well. I'd have all expenses with the move covered. It's a dream come true for me career-wise. Here's the issue. My husband, male 29, doesn't want to move. He's about to have an exam in December to finally get all necessary qualifications for his profession. Think like bar exam in the US. His salary would go up and he'd be able to be independent, but only in our country. I'm not sure he'd be able to find a job abroad and he really doesn't want to move. I'm making three times his salary and would still live comfortably. But understandably, he doesn't want a break in his career, especially when it's finally going to take off. He wants to save as much as possible to buy a house, have kids, etc. I want the same, but not necessarily now, perhaps in a year or so. We don't have enough saved to do it earlier anyways, and I want to negotiate my salary for the new position so that we would still be on track with all these plans. For a little context, he's always been more domestic doesn't care to learn more languages or travel, which is fine. I, on the other hand, consider myself more of a cosmopolitan person. I speak three foreign languages and I'm currently learning a fourth one. Always dreamt of an international career, whether it's about being able to travel or just move abroad. During our relationship, I did move abroad twice for more than a year, so we know that long-distance relationships is doable. But when I came back three years ago, we discussed that we don't want that anymore, so I stayed. When we talked about the opportunity, he instantly became cold and short with me. We are speaking etc. normally, but anytime the topic comes up, he gets annoyed. Doesn't say no to me going alone or with our dog, but isn't happy for me nor wants me to go. Thus, would I be the asshole if I accepted the offer? Now, I kind of feel is this one of them ones where it's going to go down this incompatibility route? I mean, he isn't going to want to uproot his career and, and move away, especially when it's just getting started and you want something that's completely different now. And I think the thing where I'm struggling is, is that where well, you both discussed it already, that when you came back, you didn't want a long distance relationship and you discussed this and you both decided that you didn't, didn't want that anymore. So you stayed. I think it's going to be really interesting to see where this one goes. But KFP says, if you turn it down, you'll think about it forever. That will inevitably lead to what ifs which will then lead to regret and that will lead to resentment of your boyfriend for holding you back for your dreams that's all you'll break up feel numb and resent yourself instead 
Follow your dreams. If your relationship can't withstand something so positive that you've always wanted and what could arguably be considered the best thing that's ever happened in your professional life, then it's not the right relationship for you. Neither of you are the arseholes. Life just happens and good luck. Hope you reply saying thank you so much. That's the thing. This offer is a positive thing for me and the reaction I get from him is only resentment, which is just sad. If he said I'm very happy and proud but XYZ, then we can discuss logistics and decide whether it's doable or not. I'd be more than happy for a discussion, but when he's angry, he closes himself and there's no point in talking. Gay Du Crime says, no one's an asshole here, however, here's your options. Husband puts his career on hold, moves with you, tries to pick up when you move back. Strong possibility of this leading to resentment on his part. Also strong possibility of you being offered a longer term international assignment, which based on how you've described yourself and your aspirations, you will likely want to take. High risk of death of relationship. Next, you move abroad alone. Husband resents you for going back on your word regarding no more long-term relationship. Strong possibility of you being offered a longer-term international assignment, which based on how you've described yourself and your aspirations, you will likely want to take. High risk of death of the relationship. Next one, you turn down the offer and stay. Strong likelihood of you developing resentment towards your husband for holding you back. High risk of death of the relationship. Regardless of what choice you make, marital counseling will be a necessity if you want the marriage to survive. Because right now, your individual life goals are incompatible. Opie replied saying, thank you for this breakdown. I think there's so many possibilities to his reaction that we do need a couple therapy sessions for both our sake. Tangent Friskers says, you're the arsehole already. It seems like you and your husband are fundamentally incompatible, but the thing that stands out to me is you agreed that you didn't want to go abroad anymore. Yet in this post, you talk about how you dream of an international career. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that, but you made your husband think you didn't want to do that anymore. And it is turning out to be a lie. You need to understand that for him, you're going back on your previous agreement. He's hurt and upset because you've seen some shiny opportunity. And rather than abiding by your previous discussion of not moving abroad anymore, you expect him to sit down and rehash everything out. Even here, you're looking for justification for why it's okay for you to break your previous agreement. That is what makes you the arsehole, not you wanting something else but you misleading him about something that makes you fundamentally incompatible. MKI quotes Opie and says, we discussed that we don't want a long distance relationship anymore. And then says, now you want a long distance relationship against your husband's wishes. If you both realize that a long distance relationship is not good for your relationship, then this job opportunity should never have been considered in the first place. To me, this shows that you're valuing your career over your husband. You're the asshole. And next commenter says, OP, a lot of your anger at this seems to stem from his emotional response and refusal to fully engage. From your husband's perspective, it's a difficult ask. He's unhappy that you either ask him to go long distance relationship again or uproot his life. After discussions to the contrary, he probably feels at least in part that maybe you're not committed to him or at least that the career is equivalent. If he tries to force you to not take the job, then he could be considered controlling. So instead of navigating a very difficult position, you are left with an upset man who simply doesn't engage with the conversation. Because from his position, it's a damned if he does and a damned if he doesn't conversation. I don't think it's fair to hold his lack of enthusiasm at your opportunity against him here. Opie then edits their post and says, okay, I see a lot of comments that we're not compatible due to him wanting to stay and me going abroad. When we met, we both wanted to live abroad. 
He was meant to finish his degree and join me, but turns out you can't find a job in his field outside of the country unless you're a genius. Neither me nor him knew that. It's not like he hates traveling, he simply can't due to his work. Yeah, he's now used to that. Me, not so much. Three years ago when we came back so that he could continue his career, we agreed to stay in one place for a longer time. Until that point, me, him, or both of us moved at least once every year, either together or one of us. It wasn't a promise that neither of us would go anywhere ever. It's been three years in one city, the longest I've ever lived in one city since childhood. Do what you want with that. Just wanted to clarify some things. Opie then updates their post and says thank you for all the replies. Some of them were wild, but hey, that's what you get on Reddit, I guess. On to the update. After... <laughs> After reading your guys' comments, I decided to wait until Sunday to sit down and talk. That way, both me and my husband could have space to process our emotions. I noticed that my excitement was clouding my judgment, and reading how many of you were saying that my job is more important than him really made me take a step back from thinking about the possibilities and focus on the present. Plus, I had to leave for the weekend to attend a course in another city, so Sunday seemed a good time. After I came back, my husband picked me up and almost immediately said, let's go. I didn't get what he meant, so I asked where and he said, let's move to the country. I just have two conditions. One is that you have a proper contract that states every single expense the company will cover and that you wait until my exam to make a final decision on the specifics. As for now, I can't process thinking about the move. I have too much on my plate. I was floored. I asked him if he was sure and what about his job and career? He said that yes, he's sure, as he also wanted to live in that country for a while someday and that this seems like a good moment, that he will be able to find something and if not, then we'll still be fine as long as it's only six months. Yesterday, I talked with my boss and asked if we can come back to the planning in December, as it would still give us enough time to organize everything until March, his deadline for the project to start. I explained to him that my husband needs to focus on his exam now so we won't be able to plan the move. Fortunately, he understood and after a bit of back and forth said that the offer is still on the table before Christmas. Perhaps very anticlimactic for everyone suggesting divorce or me leaving to be a girl boss I always wanted to be. But life is about balance and compromise, sometimes just not between the parties that we thought. It's not me versus my husband, but us against the world. Or at least my boss's request to decide about such a huge thing in a week especially that it wasn't my goal in this company. This is literally the first time someone other than a coworker would leave for months to open a new branch. So yeah, that's all. Thanks again. Someone below this quoted OP and said balance and compromise and then said, I'm not going to lie, I don't really see much balance and compromise here. You said in your last post that he wasn't going to be able to use his exam-related education in a new country, so that doesn't really solve that issue. It honestly sounds like he's just given in to what you wanted even though you both already had a discussion about not doing long-distance relationships and, and setting down some kind of route. You're pretty much getting everything you wanted and he's given up an entire education for it. You sat him down and told him, hey, I'm doing that thing we already discussed, me not doing. Then got mad at him for not being happy that you went directly against your earlier conversation. I also don't see at any point where you apologize for any part you've had in this. I hope it works out for you, but it seems a little like prolonging the inevitable. OP said that's why I was shocked when he said that he will find something. He did a little bit of research and found job offers in the area that he qualified for. His exam is to be able to do 100% of the work and responsibilities in our country, but he still will be able to do some of it abroad. 
Plus, he really likes that country and once the initial shock wore out, he's actually excited and talks about all the places we can visit, etc. And there was a couple of other comments along those lines as well, but a lot of people saying, you know, congratulations for talking it out and, you know, getting the ending that's a bit happier than what some of the comments on the previous post were saying about divorce and stuff like that. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And before- Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Before we do get into the story, just a couple of warnings. It does contain talk of teen pregnancy, child abandonment, and PPD. So if you do want to skip the story, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. Thank you. And this one's from C Category 5313 and says, Am I the asshole for not wanting to pay for my sister's medical bills? My parents had me at 16. They were both in high school. After I was born, my father dropped out to work full time and take care of me so my bio mother could stay in school. Eventually, after finishing high school, she realized that motherhood wasn't for her and left my dad and me. I was two, so I don't really remember her being around. After that, my father worked three times as hard to provide for me. He also met a nice woman who he later married when I was seven. I consider her my mum. I'll call her my stepmother to avoid confusion. My bio mother didn't contribute in any way, not even financially. In fact, the last time she contacted me before now was on my third birthday, which was just a quick happy birthday card through the mail. I never had ill feelings towards her decision because I had my dad, mum, and brother who filled the emptiness she left. My parents have never said anything negative about her. Her leaving me was not something I thought about every day, so you can imagine my confusion when she reached out on social media to talk. I thought about it for days before I agreed. We met in a restaurant for the first time in 25 years. It was awkward small talk at the beginning before we delved into why she left. My bio mother teared up while explaining why. She suffered from postpartum depression and felt trapped by the constant cycle, so she felt compelled to leave. She explained why she reached out and made it clear that she didn't leave because of me. Of course, I sympathized with her as I saw my stepmom go through postpartum depression with my brother and saw how much it affected her. We met a couple more times before I was invited to meet her new family. She had a husband and also three children, 13 female, 11 male, and 7 female. After weeks of this, I had my most recent meetup with my bio mother. She looked distressed while greeting me. I asked if anything happened. She then explained to me in quick response that her oldest daughter, 13 female, has health issues. I won't say what due to how sensitive it is. 
She explained she needs $25,000 for medication and has accumulated medical bills of $20,000. She asked if I could pay it off. For context, after graduating and receiving my postgraduate diploma, I landed my dream job that earned a good sum of money. I'm certain she may have heard about where my job was from somewhere and saw it as an opportunity. She gave me time to think about it. It didn't take long for me to say no to it. I felt used and exploited. She never wanted to meet me. She just wanted money from the child she left to help the other child that she loves. After giving her my response, which wasn't much, just a simple no, I don't feel comfortable with that, through text. I was soon bombarded with text messages from her husband telling me what a nasty piece of work I was, followed by more texts from my bio mother about how I'm so cruel for not helping out my sister due to my grudge against her. And then, to top it all off, I was getting some messages from family members from her side of the family, questioning why I'm being so difficult. So, am I really terrible for not paying for my half-sister's medication and medical bills? Someone asked OP for info. They say, not that it really matters, but did she even pay child support to your father? Because if she didn't, she might owe you $20,000. OP says the only thing she paid for after leaving was a $3 birthday card. Lol. Another comment OP says, I'm glad she showed what she really wanted early on so I could cut her off quickly. Also, my mum adopted me when I was six. Now, although OP said, you know, they didn't think about their mum leaving sort of every day and it didn't affect them much in life, there must have been sort of times when OP did think about her and, and the whys and hows and all that kind of stuff, which must have been incredibly painful. So for her to get back involved in his life and, you know, make this connection, only then to be betrayed by it must be just incredibly awful and then for these people to bombard you with shitty messages calling you the awful person it's just it's oh, i got no words for it to be quite honest trying to think what goes through their mind to approach you with this after what you've already been through with this person it's just downright awful and don't get me wrong i do feel sorry for the children especially the girl who's who's obviously going through some stuff right now. But it's not OP's responsibility. He doesn't know these people. He's been briefly introduced to them. OP doesn't know them, doesn't have the responsibility. It's as simple as that. And it always makes me think, and obviously I don't know the full ins and outs of their life and stuff like that, but when you've got parents, OP's bio mum and the dad, people who's willing to, you know, message OP and call him an awful person when he's done absolutely nothing, I sort of think... How are them children being raised? How what are their attitudes going to be like when they when they grow older? Again, I don't know the full ins and outs of their life. Obviously, they might turn out to be great people, but it's just always something that pops into my head and is a worry, you know. But Boost says not the asshole. This was 100% a scheme to get your money and nothing more. She hasn't thought about you in 25 years until she needed money. I'm sorry, your bio mum is a terrible human. I'm happy you found a mother in someone who wanted to be there for you. Do not give them one cent or they will bleed you dry. When you actually feel remorse for shitty actions, you don't immediately solicit the person you wronged for money. I don't care the circumstances. The harassment from her side after saying no should only put in concrete what you already suspected. Cut all contact and go live your life. Broad discipline says not the arsehole. So many levels of ick. Your egg donor is awful. Block everyone who thinks that you should give money to a woman who abandoned and reconnected after 25 years only to demand money. You're correct in the fact that you are only a cash cow for her. What a horrid creature she is. So glad you have a real family in your stepmom and brother. 
Wolverine knows her's not the asshole. Tell her you will pay for her daughter's medical bills once she settles for 18 years of child support that she owes you, plus 50% of the cost of your degree, including 50% of your living expenses while at college, plus all of the birthday and Christmas presents that she owes you. Routine traffic says not the arsehole. Your bio mum reaching out suddenly could have been great, but this seems so manipulative and calculated that this was probably a con to get money and then ghost you. The real nasty piece of work is your bio mum for thinking that she was within her rights to ask you for money to the tune of 45000 just because she included you in her family for a few weeks after not being part of your life since you were a toddler. I have nothing but sympathy for your sick half-sister, but 20k in existing medical bills doesn't accumulate overnight which leads me to believe this was something premeditated on the part of the adults. And one more comment from Bodacious Vermin who says that, no, I don't feel comfortable with that response was perfectly in order and you are not the arsehole for giving it. You're also not the arsehole for being true to yourself and to your desire to not assist her. You don't really know your bio mum, nor her husband, nor her kids, though you met them briefly. However, the what a nasty piece of work you are response from your stepfather could tell you a fair bit about him. As others have suggested, it does seem likely that they saw you as a way of getting out of the financial hole they are in. It's unfortunate that this is where they are, but it's their issue, not yours. Also, it sounds like 20k debt plus 25k meds may be just the start. If you help them now, you might have to deal with ongoing issues of this nature. A broken national medical system is not a problem that you can solve. Feel free to go no contact with them, or at least low contact. OP comes in to update the post and says, Hey everyone, thanks for the feedback and support. I just wanted to answer some questions and provide some clarity. I've learned more about what was happening in my bio mum's family. First of all, I question why she had three more children despite her postpartum depression. It turns out that she and her husband found out early on about the severity of their first daughter's illness. They had two additional children, 11 and 7 female, as saviour siblings for their oldest daughter's medical treatment. Neither of them were matches. I currently blocked her and her husband. I didn't go into this expecting to reconnect with my bio mum. That wasn't the plan. I already have a mum and I didn't need another one. I just wanted to give her a chance to explain herself. I never wanted a mother-daughter bond, just to be cordial or friendly. My family supported me in meeting my bio parent and I didn't blindside them. I'm happy with my own family and I don't need her to complete it. It's not her leaving that bothers me her current actions but even through that all i will sympathize with her only on the basis that she suffered with ppd when my bio mum left my grandparents and biological aunt stood by my dad they raised me alongside my parents they say she's always been mentally unstable and manipulative i feel bad for my half sister but i can't give her the money sometimes i wish i had ignored my bio mum from the beginning also i blocked the strangers calling my phone a while back just forgot to add that in Oh my word. Now I'm just going to turn this one straight to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 